This is Harry Hog Football, the original Redskins fans podcast. On today's show, we talk about the signings and cuts from the week, including the big one, John's dog, Deshaun Jackson. Oh, yeah. We talk about Deshaun Jackson's number, Rob Jackson signing, and anything else we have talked about in the last couple weeks since the last podcast, live with Aaron, Josh, and John. Yo, 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 what's up, y'all? Yo, 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 including Michael Jackson, Tito. <laughs> yo, 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 what's that? Tito. 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 Yo, what's happening? We have a Tito sighting this week. Got a Tito sighting. Oh, my. Was he playing oh his bass? Where's your bass, <laughs> Tito? Where's your bass? Oh, my. Why are we talking about Tito? <laughs> oh, my. Dude. Because Tito is a Jackson, dude. You mm-hmm. talked about Rob. You talked about Michael. Because Tito is a Jackson. Dude, I just got to say. It's Mr. Jackson if you're nasty. So is Phil. Phil. A text just came in. It's it's Mr. Phil Jackson if you're nasty. And his brother Tito. Dude, a text just came in from Brandon Clements and says, ha, 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 like about 50 times. And then it says, fooled me, dude. Not me. We'll tell you you all all we need to say there. Oh, I got a text from him, too. And all you need to say back to him is, uh, well, what happens in Vegas? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to your first transvestite, dude. <laughs> he sent me one and said, you can, holy moly, you can sure call him. <laughs> oh, man, the people who are listening to us for the first time are just like, what? What the hell are they talking about? Obviously didn't fool that Cowboys fan. <laughs> we'll get to that later. First of all, after I swallow this piece of ice, I want to give a shout out to our dog. Long time. Desmond Seeley Esquire. Yes, sir. You can give him Long a shout time. out on Twitter at Desmond C. Lee 2. You know why? Because Desmond C. Lee Desmond 1 C. Lee was hot. Already did. Hey, we need a new Josh. We need a new uh, Desmond C. Lee two commercial that's, that does something like hacked. Hacked. Taken. Wait, Twitter handles taken. Maybe you could do it like Law and Order style, like Desmond C. Lee one. Dun dun. Hacked. 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 Desmond C. Lee one. Call one eight hundred. Axe Desmond. So if your Twitter handle gets hacked and you don't know who else to call, there's always. You better call Saul. Desmond C. Lee won. The <laughs> Dude, Saul is dead. <laughs> Who's Saul? What are you talking about? From the I usual seen... suspects? Oh, 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 sorry. I was, <laughs> I was talking about Dude. Breaking Bad and I haven't seen the last season, so I was hoping you don't give anything away. Dude, that's uh-huh. exactly what I thought, Aaron. Oh, uh, my I bad. I haven't seen the last season yet. But I don't think he's dead anyway because they're making a a spinoff of the show supposedly called Better Call Saul. Call, call, really? Better Call Saul. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they are, dude. Look it up if you don't believe me. 
Better call Saul. Yeah, I also saw an ad the other day on online that they were making a new uh, Trailer Boys show. Oh, I heard of that. Aaron. Yeah, dude, that show's hilarious, even though it is Canadian. <laughs> Canadian, just like our dog Kenny Ken up there. He probably likes Trailer Park Boys. Yeah, play that little they're little all just like, do thing. not, they were all just like, do not, do not uh, uh, legalize pot in the United States because then we don't have a source of income. <laughs> is that dude. what they said? That's pretty much what the the trailer was for them. They're just like, if if they legalize pot in America, we can't make any money, and we're already trailer trash as it is. Dude, play that Kenny Kane clip. Can you <laughs> it up? Play it. The little short Kenny Kane. Yeah, play that Kenny Kane clip. Yeah. This is Kenny Kane from Canada, and you are listening to Harry Hog Football. Oh, there you go. That was it. I guess so. I thought you were going to have some witty thing to say about him. No, Hog football brought to you by Riddipoo. I was just going to let it lead into uh, actually talking about the Redskins since we haven't done that yet. Oh, that's true. That's a good point. Dudes, have you heard? If you haven't heard, and judging by your lack of emails, you haven't. Aaron had, oh, wait. uh, John's dog, Deshaun Jackson, has signed uh with the Washington Redskins for... Mm -hmm. If I can remember this, because it was like two weeks ago when he actually signed, and we're just getting around to doing the podcast. One yeah, for three years, uh, million. Is it three years? Like sixteen million or something? Is that I, I, sure. Let's get the facts straight here, people. We don't do that on this show. Just kind of like <laughs> getting the general area of the facts, and then yeah, it's like it, it doesn't matter what the numbers are. It's not we like we're paying we for it. it. So I mean, exactly, we will be paying for it. If we go to a game, we'll be re- we'll be paying the re he signed value a three of year twenty four million dollar contract with the Redskins that includes a five million dollar signing bonus bonus signing signing bias signing bonus signing bonus Djax <laughs> dudes all I know is awesome 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 awesome. Aaron and I have been button heads on this for a couple of weeks, and I was like, "We need to re, we need to sign this guy. We need to sign him. He is the X factor. He is what is going to take our offense to the next level, and especially behind our new right tackle and right. Oh wait, we didn't sign a new right tackle, Tyler Plumbus, and right guard. We still have old Manchester there. You know oh, what though? Wait, we've got some new dudes. dudes. What dudes. are you talking about? It's uh, okay. We got that Pulumalu, whoever that guy is. That Lavaro guy. Whatever. We, you know what? Yeah, yeah. We don't have a new right. Ta- what it comes down to, we still have Columbus on the right tackle. An old okay. Manchester. That old Manchester. He looks like he's forty-five. Look, I'm the one that said they'd be Seriously. should be signing some offensive line dudes, and you're the one that said no. Get Djax, dude. You cannot. Pat- All right, I said this before. Dudes, seriously, I said this before. You cannot pass up this opportunity to get D-Jax on the Redskins. Do you want to hear my prediction about this? No, no. may I speak? Yeah. Josh. He, he's already... He's Josh, already, you have the floor. He's already used to going through holes in walls. And, and if you don't know what I mean, you need to look up uh, YouTube, Deshaun Jackson, Hole in the Wall. You know that show? Was is this the one that you were telling us about when he was a kid and he was in it? No, no, no. 
He plays for the Eagles. All right, this, this is sounded really bad. Brother. Is this no, even dude, able to be on YouTube? Yeah, look it up. Deshaun Jackson hole in the wall. Are you sure this isn't like YouTubeXXX.com? I'm serious. It's <laughs> him and his two younger brothers on this show wearing helmets. And they have this wall that like comes at you and they have to get into all these poses or they fall in the water. It's like one of those weird like Japanese shows. Oh, oh, like uh, the greatest, uh, what was it? Uh, like Wipeout or whatever. Like yeah. Wipeout on ABC. Oh, okay. That's kind of like sports. All right. Yeah, but, but he looks hilarious on there, dude. So can he's get, used to going through holes in the walls, all I'm saying. So the O-line should not be probably good. Yeah. But can I get back to what I was saying? You kept talking about holes in the walls. It was reminded me of that scene from Porky's. What? Yeah. Saw We're old, man. When I was like eight, dude. Seven. You anyway, saw that? Uncle at your Jim. House? Hey, Uncle Jim showed that to us. <laughs> you saw it when we went to King's Dominion with Uncle Jim. <laughs> hello, hello, hello. <laughs> hello, hello, they know, they, hello. I doubt that Porky's has ever been broadcast in uh at Bishop Court. Oh no. Hello, Aaron. Hello. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Hello, hello, Aaron. Anyway, uh, what I was going to say, back to my prediction, is I'm... All right, he's a good player and everything, like Al Davis would say, but... He's a good player. I think he's going to be pretty divisive, player. dude. He's going to be divisive. I think... He's going to be all T.O.-like. Because you know that Griffin's going to want... I mean, Garcon, he's going to be... Passing the ball around all these different dudes, and I think this guy is going to be like, "Man, I need the ball more." Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree a hundred percent. I think he is the second to last piece that the offense needs to kick major ass. If he's not divisive, I don't. I don't care if he's divisive. The only thing we need right now is a right tackle and a right guard. Dude, I'm might- not as worried about guard. As I am about right tackle. I'm, I'm really out. worried about Columbus. Other than that. Dude, we can I get think- a right. Hey, we can get that dude out of uh, UVA. What's his name? Moses or something? Sure. Uh, Isn't he like a guy that they're saying is going to be around in the beginning of the second? I think he's an ha-ha offensive Clinton tackle. Dix? No, not haha Clinton Dix. He's going to go before that. What about haha Clinton Dix? Dix isn't going to be there when we pick at 34. Remember when we fought Dix? Well, uh, who's that Josh? Well, dude, Josh, no, Josh you got your what? computer. Who's that dude from Virginia, top draft pick? Moses something. Um. Oh, yeah, that guy. But you know what? I'll look him up here in a sec. But you know what? Close you know who up. else goes to Virginia? You, mean, you remember Judy Moore, right? As in like Sam Moore, Judy Moore? Yeah, yeah. She well, goes to Virginia. No, no. So she remarried. She lives in Richmond, and her son-in-law goes to UVA, and he's he's their star center. He's he was a sophomore this past year. Oh, that's cool. They're saying he's promising. So I'm thinking in two years we might need a new center. Her son-in-law or stepson? Her stepson. Oh, okay. Stepson. Well, that's cool. And then since we know Judy more, then you know it could benefit. She'll she'll totally hook us up. She'll get mm-hmm. That's great. That's awesome. Awesome. So we may all have I'm connection. saying, Deshaun Jackson is going to be the difference maker. I'm telling you. Well, I've and already got your jersey anti- on order. Your number eleven. Sweet. Jack. Awesome. I'm so totally for this pickup. And this is very anti John Adams, but it's it, 
this is a pickup I think the Redskins needed to make. The, 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 the opportunity was there. Get the guy. We play the Eagles twice a year. He is going to be really, really, really motivated. I'm with you on that. It's the other 14 games I'm worried about. I, I'm not even worried about it. I think I think what we're going to see is RG3 bitching at them a little bit. I think it's going to be Deshaun bitching he wants the ball. I think it's going to be Garçon bitching they want the ball. And I think it's going to be those guys are going to be pushing each other. And I think our offense is great, except for that we did not address the right side of the offensive line. I but Which we I, still could address in the draft. Which we still could address in the draft. So let me ask you this. Do you think we should take with our first pick an offensive tackle or a safety or a cornerback or what? See, there's the rub right there. Do we is, is someone gonna or be do we trade back at thirty four or do we trade forward? I don't think we trade forward. Dude, I don't think we about... do either, but the possibilities there. We still got a couple of weeks before the draft going on here. Dude, you know what I was reading? You're talking about Morgan Moses out of Virginia. He's 6'6", 314 pounds. Yeah, what position? Eh. Right tackle. Offensive tackle. Yeah, dude, that's who I'm talking about. That dude's huge. Yeah, that's cool, but can he move? And he might be at 34. What about that dude from Alabama? See, that guy, that guy, I think, could be much more... I don't know. I think he might be available. With the Redskins. He's even more huge, dude. How big is his buns? He's 6'7", 322. <laughs> dude, that's like someone that you make up on Madden. 6'7". <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's like the guy. Where you just... And he's, he's only a junior this How year. How many quarterbacks could even throw over that guy's head? 6'7", and 322 pounds? Let's get that guy. Because it's... What's, just for curiosity, what's Tyler Columbus's stature? I don't keep that memorized in my oh, head. Oh, yeah, uh, but you're. Efforting. I'm looking. Look, I'm I got looking. my processors running this recording, this heavy, intensive recording equipment. I can't. Tyler Columbus is like six four or something like that. Here, I'll find him. I think he's like Continue. six three. I think uh, yeah, six four is probably a little over the top there. Dude, we'll probably end up with somebody like Jawan James out of Tennessee. No, we already got if rid Shanahan of Shanahan was still here. Yeah, Jenna Jameson got cut. If 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 Shanahan was still here, who would draft like three running backs and a tight and end a quarterback. that can't wake up and a quarterback? <laughs> he trade up. He trade for Johnny Manziel or something. And as you know, you guys know, Rex Grossman didn't even get cut because he was not on contract. We signed Colt. Pew pew pew, McCoy. As our did third have, running back or quarterback, did we have Colt McCoy before? No, what? no, we no. had Colt Brennan a few years ago. We had oh, Colt Brennan. Brennan. That's right, my cuz Colt McCoy's <laughs> out of Texas, like he sounds like he would be. Colt, where, Colt, where, where we? Where was Colt McCoy? Colt McCoy's at Texas, and then he got drafted by the Browns. Why do I remember Brown? Colt McCoy? Because you were wondering if he was Brown. Is he no. Brown? Uh, maybe I was thinking. He also has. I think his brother is still a quarterback at. Uh, his brother just graduated. He was a he was a college quarterback this last season, and his name's like Coy or Mac. Or yeah, something. dude, it's like Coy or something Coy, like that. Coy. Like some other Texas sounding name. It's it's another one of those Dukes of Hazard like first names. Is his name like Coy McColt? I don't know what it is, but it's something. Coy like McCoy, that. dude. Is his name Coy McCoy? 
Koi McCoy. <laughs> <laughs> it like be. Bo and Vance. What's up, Koi too? What's up, Koi? It was Vance and Koi. Remember Vance and Koi? Vance and Koi, the secondary. Hey, John, back boys. off your mic a little bit, dude. You're clearly... Luke, the secondary the Luke cousins. Let me let me let me drop my level. Yeah, drop your gain a little. I remember that, like watching that show, and then suddenly, like that season, those guys came on. I was like, "What, dude? Do you both Luke? Do you remember I how remember many times first... we talked about Koi and Vance on here, dude? <laughs> I remember the first time the video game came out, and it was just like one of the original Duke boys. And he kept saying, like, every time you'd, like, drive your car around on PlayStation 2 and you'd crash it and he would be... But the other guy wasn't on, so he'd be like, dang it, Bo, like it was his fault. <laughs> that's because... He's all like, I'm the John only one Schneider that... Schneider didn't give him permission to use his... Exactly. Uh, Schneider was on some show on, like, ABC Family. No, dude. He was Tom like, trying to come back. Tom and Tom Wolpat was all just like, oh, hey, dang it, Bo, you wrecked our car. They could have got Luke and Vance on there. Dude, I saw Tom Lopez in a production of Annie Get Your Gun on Broadway. Dip. Anyway. Like 98. Solid. Let me ask you guys something. Oh, that's what, that dude, that's the reason that Wolpat wouldn't do video games because video games weren't like accepted at that point yet. With Bernadette Peters. Yeah, and it's like Tom Wolpat's like, dude, I'm in Annie Get Your Gun on Broadway. I'm not doing some video game. <laughs> and the other dude is all like, dang it, Bo. John Schneider's like, dang it, Luke. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Back to the Redskins, though. So oh, you yeah. guys think we should get an offensive tackle with that 34? Uh, I think if there is a good tackle, right tackle. That, that can start available, right away. That could start right away, yes. Otherwise, well, we might just have to go with two tight ends. This year. I mean, it, it's the first year for uh, Jay, don't call me John Gruden, so yeah. got to give him a chance. I'll give, tell you, I wouldn't mind taking um, Eric Ebron out of uh, Carolina. He's good. That dude's good. I haven't seen him play, so I don't know. Out of UNC. He's all right. He's 6'4", 250. You think he's just okay? He's all right. Wait, what position is he? Tight end. Of course he's tight end. <laughs> Josh loves him in some tight end. Yeah, but what I'm saying is I don't know if we should take a tight end with that first pick. I bet that dude goes top 10 in, in the draft. Josh or Aaron, you don't think we should take a tight end and uh, push your favorite tight end to the curb? Niles, biblical beard, Paul? Not with the first pick. In fact... This is what I read. I don't know yeah. if there's any truth to it. That there's a lot of people like right behind us in the beginning of the second round <clears throat> that'll be looking to pick up a quarterback, and they mm. they're saying that some of these quarterbacks like are dropping to the beginning of yeah. the second round, so they may be willing to trade up to our pick. At which point, <clears throat> we could get a slightly lower second round pick and maybe like third or fourth. Aaron, that's a really good point. Um, <laughs> Looking forward, a lot of the quarterbacks, two years ago, there was the Andrew Luck, RG3, holy crap, we have massively great, potentially, quarterbacks right at the beginning of the draft. That is really, really rare in the NFL. And so 
you have that year, and then everyone just says, oh, we've got all of the quarter, these quarterbacks. Oh, we'll draft them in the top 10 because they're going to be awesome, or we need a quarterback is, is much more the, the regular scenario for that. So people are picking guys in the first round, especially in the top 10, that are not at all top 10 draft eligible. So, mm. yeah, I, I, I really like that thought. It's it's like, you know, someone could be like, well, I think this quarterback like Bridgewater, who has been tumbling down for no reason whatsoever because he threw like two errant passes during his pro day or some crap like that. It, you know, it, it's all these guys that have pro days and they throw one bad pass or two bad passes. Oh, Teddy Bridgewater sucks. Or Johnny Manziel's awesome because he wore black and white camo during his pro day and a helmet, you know? So we see these quarterbacks moving up and down. It's all a bunch of crap. I think any team that reaches for, I think any team that honestly, that reaches for Manziel in the top 10, that's a decent reach. But after that, you know, you got the LSU quarterback coming off a knee injury. I think the Georgia quarterback was coming off a knee injury and he was a pretty good quarterback, but I would not be surprised to see those guys fall into the second or third round. So the Redskins could do some wheeling and dealing, trying to back up a little bit. And it's like, hey, we take our 34th pick and we parlay that into a 38th and 42nd pick or a 38th and 52nd pick or something like that. That that wouldn't surprise me at all because there's not there, though. Yeah, it really is. And, and it depends on how high it was like a couple of years ago when the Vikings looked at uh, uh, that quarterback out of, of Florida well, State. Yeah. What the hell is his name? The one they've got up there now, the uh, 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 the the quarterback at Winston Christian Ponder. Christian Ponder, yeah, they picked him with like the eleventh or twelfth pick or something, and no one, nobody thought that he was that good that we knew of. Because I mean, you, you can't really believe what people say, I guess, as it goes into the draft, because teams might be trying to sabotage and blah blah blah, but. They picked him very, very early, and he was projected as a second, third-round pick, so you never you never really know. But I think this is a year where, other than Manziel, and maybe, man, I, I can't even put a maybe out there. Like, all the rest of these top quarterbacks from college, it's very easy they, that they could drop to the end of the first round or second round very and, and that could be a position where the Redskins say, hey, we'll give you a 34th round pick for or a 34th pick for the 37th and your second next year or something like that. You know, I don't think that that's at all out of the realm of possibility. I don't either, although I think just the way that that Gruden has been uh, handling things thus far with the with the uh, free agency and everything, he's been pretty straightforward with like some of the decision making that he's you know, done. And it hasn't been anything fancy schmancy. And I'm wondering, you know, with the tight end question, coming back to that, I think this guy, that guy, Jace uh, Amaro out of Texas tech, he could be available at that 34th pick. And if he's available, I wouldn't be surprised if the Redskins took him. Especially um, with a dozy Fred Davis being cut. Because yeah, I think, you know, what he's got in front of him there I mean, and what the Redskins have in front of them, you know, as far as him going, uh, I think he's predicted to pretty much go at the end of the first round or beginning of the second round anyway. And uh, the Patriots have two picks at the end of the first round. 
Um, they've, they've got the 30th and the 30, nice. I'm sorry, the 29th and the 30th pick. Yeah. Um, and you know, and they've got, um, their big guy, what's his name? So he's got his injury stuff. Plus they got, uh, old Aaron Hernandez there who's in prison or whatever. So, um, they're kind of in need, I think. Dude, Josh, that's a they really cut Hernandez. Good point. They, yeah, they cut Hernandez. But Josh, that's a really good point. They have two picks late in the first round. They have a couple of promising young uh, uh, tight ends that they started like really have they had to incorporate last year. But that would not surprise me at all if they went in that direction. But if they didn't do that and that guy's available, I could see the Redskins taking him at 34. Well, is he a blocking kind of – or is he an all-around guy or is he more blocking or more passing? Because if you stick him on the right side next to Columbus, he could end up being being quite useful – if he's if you know if he has some semblance of, of a blocking, which Fred Davis had none whatsoever. Right. I'll I'll read to you what uh what his what his review is or whatever here. Um it says he lines up mostly in the slot. Um he's this a big tight fluid end. athlete. What? This is a tight end. Tight end. So he uses his big thick Thick body to gain his proper thick fluids. His thick fluids. A fluid athlete who uses his thick body to gain proper positioning and coverage and uses his large, soft mitts to attack the ball in the air. All right. I had to stop it. <laughs> Dude, I don't think we need some dude with large, soft mitts. It says he's a balanced route runner. What are you reading from? What magazine is this? He collects himself <laughs> when changing direction with smooth moves. To create separation. <laughs> I'm just, dudes, I just don't think I can entertain taking a tight end with 34th pick. We need offense of tackle. Dude, if, and we if need this tight end safety or cornerback. If the Redskins, yeah, I, I see your point, dude. I see your point. And I think we should, uh, uh, I think we should, uh, uh, move into the, move into our, uh, uh, I, uh, eh, uh, uh. Uh, uh. Did we talk our, about our signing Ryan Clark? We should mark, move into our break and come back to something of that nature, which is what I'm trying to say. Dude, we're not. Let's, it's not even time for a break yet. No, we it's need a break. break. It's not quite. Why time. We need a break. No, we can do a break. Break somewhere. Oh, anyway. maybe John has the run. All right, here we go. We're gonna go to. Let's the do break. a break because the, it, it's possible. All right, here, Br. It's possible the Redskins could sign. Aaron's favorite receiver in the NFL, Miles Austin, after the break. It's also possible that Aaron has run out of Tux medicated pads. More out of Tux. I can't use the bathroom. You're listening to Harry Hog Football. Please hang up and try again. In a world where Dallas fans roam the streets. The Vegas. And it's generally unsafe to look into the skies at night because you realize you're looking at stars. I only mention it because sometimes there's a man. The Redskins love a man. I won't say a hero because what's a hero? woman's man. But sometimes there's a man. Love the Redskins. And I'm talking about Desmond C. Lee. Oh, hell yeah. Sometimes there's a man. 
Well, he's a man for his time and place. Yep, that's Desmond. Thank that's you, good. Desmond C. Lee, 2013 benevolent sponsor of Harry Hog Football. Desmond C. Lee, Twitter, because Desmond C. Lee 1 was already taken. Hey, dude, don't go away, man. Come on, this affects all of us, man. For basic freedoms. I'm staying. I'm finishing my coffee. Enjoying my coffee. Please check with your doctor if Cialis causes side effects other than hemorrhoids. <laughs> did we talk about Ryan Clark joining the squad last week? I think we did. Yeah, we did. John said he's wearing number 21 in practice. <clears throat> What's up with that? As a tribute? I don't know. That's what I was going to ask John. He wrote it on the itinerary, but I guess he's still in the bathroom. What number did Ryan Clark wear when he was with us before? <clears throat> 25? I think 25. He sa- it says, Ryan Clark considers wearing number 21 in practice in tribute. Oh, in tribute to... In tribute he, to Sean Taylor. Was he there when Sean Taylor was there? I think he was. I don't remember. If those overlapped or not. No, he was already gone when Sean Taylor was there. Anyway. Um, it says it says he wore number 21 in Pittsburgh, but only in practice. And he wore number 25 in the games for the last six seasons in tribute to his former Redskins teammate. Oh, he wore 21 in practice to be in tribute to, is that what they're saying? <clears throat> yep. Oh, okay. Well, that's cool. Um. Anyway, Rob Jackson. If in case we didn't talk about it last week, we re-signed him to be uh, Orakpo's backup. I guess what happened was is he tested the waters of free agency and wandered on back home. As far as Rob Jackson's concerned, and I, I'm pretty excited about that because I think he's a sack machine. He's a sack machine. He's a change of pace kind of guy. Dude. He's a sack machine. Where's John? John. He's a sack machine. We also signed another another safety, Akeem Davis, this week. That's two Akeems on the team. We got Akeem Davis, and who's the other one? Akeem. Robinson or something like that? Uh, I don't know. Yes, gentlemen, how are you today? Whoa. Whoa. Where did Jerome come from? Jerome, I didn't, Jerome, I didn't even know you were in the studio, man. I didn't either. Well, yes, yes. I talked to Josh while you guys were in Vegas last week while you and Brandon were having a sword fight. So I thought I would I would jump in this week and say hi since this is my off-season home. I wasn't having a sword fight. It was some Cowboys fan. Uh, I the, think you're mistaken. Yeah, it was a Cowboys fan that did that. And we've got a picture Oh, yes, of yes. I saw that guy. He had a... He had a, he had a, a a light blue. 
sword waving it around by that he had a sword Could it be about a light blue nine inch sword josh can tell you the story about it we had to get a picture of it yes yes josh why don't you uh tell me what happened because i happened to be back in the champagne room and then I heard a commotion when I was out there. Because you know I love Vegas. I hang out in Vegas pretty much during the whole off season, Especially when the NFL doesn't give me a, a single playoff game. <laughs> well, first off, it's a shame they don't give you the playoff games. But yes. But secondly. I uh, think this was just the last year, though. I think they were, they were, they were putting me out because uh, cause, uh, some, some gentlemen were – a little angry that I had that Super Bowl the year before. <laughs> yeah, well, they should get over themselves. So, yeah. so the, the story goes like this: we we went to see in your favorite place, Vegas. We went to see the Cirque du Soleil show, Zumanity. Zumanity. Which, oh, I like Zumanity. It's an all right show. It's an all right show. Yeah, we were trying to get in to see the Beatles Love Show, or you oh, know, yeah. but. Apparently, Cirque du Soleil thought it was a good idea to have all their shows go on vacation at the same time. So, Zumanity was one that we could get into. Oh yes, yes. I think it had something to do with uh with uh with a uh, Passover being this week. I don't think Zumanity has anything to do. With <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! You know um, who should have passed over that Cowboys fan. Oh, yes, yes. You have to watch out for them Cowboys fans. I know they like to show up to their shows. They, they, they like hoot and holler during the show when all these like trapeze artists are jumping around 30 feet in the air and whatnot. Josh, tell them about this tool. All right, well, what's, this the, guy, what's going on with this, this, this tool? This guy was sitting on the front row with his hat mm-hmm. backwards, of course, with his girlfriend. Of course he had his hat backwards. Still had the sticker on the hat. Yeah. He's a Cowboys so, fan. He was. And, um, and everyone on knows the there's only two reasons to have your hat on backwards, and one of them is because you're under 16, and this guy yes. was not. And this was sh- sort of pre-show, like when they're kind of getting the crowd warmed up. So they come out. And Were they this, fluffing uh, up the crowd? Is that yeah, what you're they're, saying? They're fluffing up the crowd. Yes. And this, um, this uh, I guess he was supposed to be French. He may be French-Canadian, being that mm-hmm. it is. Uh, oh, I like the French-Canadian. Those right. people are all right up there. So the guy comes over, and out of his uh, vintage 70s-looking jacket, he pulls out this this large blue... Uh, silicone? Silicone uh, toy, adult toy, we shall oh say. Oh, my. That, you know, anatomically, other than being blue, it looked pretty correct. Oh, my goodness. And, and uh, hands it to the Cowboys fan, who takes it from him. Yeah. Well, of course he does. He's a Cowboys <laughs> fan. He saw blue and he was just like, let me grab that. He's he used to take it. He didn't it. question it at all. And then out of his other pocket, the guy pulls out a pink one. The same thing, but pink. And they proceed to stand there in the front row and sword fight each other. Oh, my goodness. So, they, whole, so, so they were having a silicone sword fight. This whole a time silicone. we're cracking up and our friend Brandon, Josh's son, stands up and has to take a picture of it. But it's yeah. so it, it. He was laughing so hard, and it was so dark in there. The picture is pretty blurry. But we'll, we'll post the picture. You can make out the blue in his hand a little bit. Well, uh, I must tell you that th- there is not a big deal about having a sword fight in Vegas, especially you hanging out with Jeff Triplett. We know how he is. But uh, well, let me let me tell you the rest of the story. Yes. Yeah. So, so about midway through the show, the uh, mistress of sensuality. 
dude. Whom later we find out is actually a dude in drag. Of course. I knew it the whole time, dude. (laughs) Aaron's like, I knew it the Mm -hmm. whole time. Comes over to this Cowboys fan and uh, asks him if he's having a good time. And he's like, yeah, and starts flirting with this this Cowboys fan. And um, the Cowboys fan, of course, thought it was a woman. Thought it was a woman. We think. And or, yeah. or maybe not. But anyway, the Cowboys fan, he asked the Cowboys fan, what are you doing later tonight? And he said something like, you or hanging out with you or something. His Keep in mind, his girlfriend's sitting right beside him. And um, and she's no, like. No, he said it would be more fun with you. Well, that's what. That, no, no, hold on. He uh, said, and she well, says. Yes. Wait, what? what? She says, why would you want to hang out with me? You got this beautiful girlfriend. And he says, because you're more fun. Oh my! <laughs> right in front of his girlfriend. What a tool! Like, and then he's like, "How long have you guys been together?" And he's like, four months." And I'm like, "And it won't be four months in a day." Yeah, you got that right, dude. Totally because sells out his girlfriend. You're typical more Cowboys fun. Fan. To well, that sounds like a typical Cowboys, Cowboys fan, right there, selling out his girlfriend for a drag queen. For a dude. Mm-hmm. For a dude. Who would you rather be for with, your girlfriend or a drag queen? Hmm. <laughs> Well, obviously, we know that answer without even asking. We we know the answer. Dallas Cowboys fans, yes. Oh, yes, I was. You should see the parking lot after the games outside the stadium. I'm just saying. (laughs) Uh, I don't want to. And there's drummer boys they have. Oh man, we did meet some uh, Redskins fans in Vegas. Yeah, we uh, we, uh, went to this restaurant called Hash House Hash House A Go Go, which I'd been to before. And I think Aaron and Brandon enjoyed it. It was, um, it was outstanding. There were, uh, let's just say the portions were really small, but not. Um, and uh, mm, That's what she said. <laughs> um, so there was a Redskins fan sitting across the way, and I was like, mm-hmm. hey, how much How much for me to go over there and, uh, what, and tell them RG3? I just saw RG3 here. By the way, I think you guys said ten bucks, and I went and did it. And you never no, did no, it. no. I said how much? And you were like, "I'll do it for free," and then you just got <laughs> up and did it. Oh well, see, you you can't drop the free. No, no, no. Go down there and be like, "Oh yeah, yeah." Try right. to do that stuff. Yeah, you can't pull that ten dollars. Especially in when you RG three and I were hanging out back in the champagne room. <laughs> well, that dude mm-hmm. almost freaked out, but uh, mm-hmm. he was like, it what? was pretty funny, what? and I was like. Yeah, I had him look over at uh, at Aaron and Brandon, you know, like make a face like he was going to, you know, punch me or something. Um, anyway, he came over and chatted with us for a while. What was his name? Don't remember, dude. Oh, dude. We told him we'd give him Nishan. a shout out. Shout out to you, dude. Was I don't know, Nishan? but he said like his. Uh, John Andy. He said John like his, Andy. his uncle or something has been a groundskeeper Michael for the Ronald. Redskins for like 50 years or something. Yeah, dude. Yeah, his uncle. So you ran into Ronald McDonald down there in Vegas. Yeah, that's right. Hey, if you're listening to us, you know who you are. Send us an email, uh, RedskinsFan at HarryHogFootball dot com. Oh, that's, that's right. You can you can also send an email to FantasyBalls at RedskinsFan dot com. And there's one more, Aaron's Hemorrhoids at <laughs> HarryHogFootball dot com will also get to us. Or Jerome at HarryHogFootball dot com. Jerome Boo. Yes. Any of the above. Yes, uh, gentlemen, I love Vegas. I'm so, Aaron, I'm so glad that you got to go to Vegas. I'm so glad. It's so much fun. 
Next time you and Josh come to Vegas, you need to come meet me. We'll go back to the champagne room. We'll have a good time, the three of us and and some of the, uh, you know, some of them ladies from the, uh, uh, what'd you call that? The burlesque, uh, the zombie bur- burlesque, right? Zombie burlesque. Yeah, that was a fun zombie show. Zombie burlesque. Hmm. I like me some zombie burlesque. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you do. Anyway, all right. Thanks for swinging by, yeah. Jerome. We need to finish talking about the Redskins over here. Oh yes. All right. I swing my way out here. I got some donut holes out in the uh, in the hallway. John's hooking me up. Cool. I'll see you boys later. Next time in Vegas, you need to give me a call. All right, dude. All right. See thanks, you. Jerome. Anyway, um, Jerome Booger, everyone. Yeah, uh, according to John, the Redskins signed a second punter uh, today, I guess. Or was that Yo, dudes. Uh, when was his second punter signed? And who the heck is oh, Blake? Oh, we signed Blanket? a punter. Oh, dudes. Yeah, dudes, we signed a punter. We signed a second punter. Who's Blake, Although, Pink, who's Blake Klingon? I was just about to say, do you remember this first punter? No. We, signed, we have some dude named Robert Mal- Jerome. All right, man. All right, man. Just Robert just like, Malone, dude. Just take it with you. Just take it with you. It's cool. You get one of those little cups at Krispy Kreme. Oh, he 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 was uh he was looking he he wanted never mind. Um, so we got some punter named Robert Malone on the roster, and we just uh signed some guy named Blake Klingon. Is he a Klingon? Don't get excited, like from uh, Star Trek. Star Trek fans. It's it's Blake Klingan, not Blake, Blake Klingon. Klingon. Is he Australian um, too? He might be. Robert Malone, Blake Klingon, those sound like names that were sent as prisoners to Australia a long time ago. So it could be. I, I you know, I I thought Sav Rocco was really good for the few years that we had him until last year. Last year he sucked. Remember those few that he had like four yard punts, dude? Well, dude, his whole deal was he was like, I'm not trying to kick the ball like a hundred thousand yards. I'm trying to kick the ball within the twenty. And there was nobody better if the if the whole and it was great because we needed this if the special teams uh, offensive line completely s the bed and the ball went like five yards to his right he was able to run over grab it and on the run punt the ball and still get us positive yards which Joe Theismann well I guess technically Joe Theismann did that once and he got one yard but. But. Sav Rocca was really good at grabbing the ball and punting it on the move, which is something that is completely normal to Australian rules football, but not normal to American rules football. Because you so, normally have an offensive line that can block so you don't have to kick or it Or even there. a special teams line that can block. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. it's it's. I thought... But he I, sucked I last Sav- year. Savrock is at the end of his career. Remember, he was a an Australian rules football player for an, a career, and he finished, and then he came to the NFL to be a punter. On top of that, and he made it well known that he made more money working for the NFL than he ever did his whole career in Australia, which is awesome. I think it's so cool. I always think of him. I think of him as the guy on uh, in that movie. With uh, Gene Hackman and Keanu Reeves, Canoe, uh, dude, Winona. Um, Dracula? No, dude, the, the, the football game. Bat 2 1. The replacements. The replacements. About the Redskins. 
I always think of him as that guy that's like smoking a cigarette on the sidelines. He's like, oh, dude, I have to get up so hungover. Give me another cigarette and I'll go punt this ball. That guy. He reminds me of that guy. But but we don't know anything about these two new punters. We have I guess no we'll idea. find out in preseason. So we have Robert Malone and Blake Klingon. Sweet. Live long and prosper, dude. <laughs> I'm talking to Sav Rock. Anyway, what else do we have before we round this thing out? Oh, John's dog, Miles Austin, is still available. Aaron's favorite wide receiver, Miles, rub my crotch, Austin. Oh, yeah, that feels really good right there, Austin. Dude, that it's, is totally not been dog. signed. Because he so sucks. The red- Dude, the Redskins could totally sign him. And as as Aaron has said um, many times in the past, the Redskins should sign him and cut Santana Moss. Oh, my. You're, t- <laughs> You're cutting what, from this podcast, what? John. Oh, 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 oh. Here, let me subtract John from call. Right Matt, here. oh, my, my. Hello. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, uh, my uh, but you know what? With all the guys in the NFC East that have been moving around right now, I wonder if Miles Austin will get signed by someone else in the NFC East. I don't know, but we've already got a Cowboy and an Eagle, so now we need a Giant. We, we don't need any of those guys. The Giants need like three offensive linemen, so they need to sign Montgomery, except for that he signed with the Broncos. The Broncos. He's going to be standing in front of Peyton Manning. <laughs> Dude, he's, yeah, there's no way he's going to be there for a year and his career is going to be he's going to be bending over in front of Peyton all it's next he's going to be like Peyton here smell my chaotic funk anyway <laughs> so what else do we have you know we discussed pretty much everything on here I guess we got some, some uh, we got some hog slop on here alright what do you got um, alright well Anthony Armstrong Aaron's favorite receiver Worked out for the Redskins. And also Austin Colley, who some of you may have remembered from fantasy sports back in the day of, of signing him for a week, trying to get some points. By the way, I have to look up who won our fantasy league, and we got to send him something from the last year. It was someone not me, so I don't know. It was not you. Well, dude, it's always not you. You suck. I still have the trophy on my desk. <laughs> I know, which is we, which is. Dude, that trophy's coming back here. It's coming back to Harry Hog Studio East. It co- it'll cost like $100 to ship it. It's so huge. <laughs> it's massive. Thanks to David Lee, our, our first-time, long-time benevolent sponsor, as a cor- or as a, opposed to Desmond Lee, who is our current long-time benevolent sponsor. No. Uh, Brandon Moore, defensive end. The Redskins signed him. They rewarded him on waivers from KC. He was uh, suspended for substance abuse, not for, and very specifically, it's not for PEDs. He was suspended for substance abuse, so like pot or crack or somewhere in there. When did this happen? Today? Uh, like a week ago. Is this guy any good? Dude. Have you heard of him before? No. Yeah, me neither. Josh? Nope. Yeah, me neither. All right, moving on. Nick Sumberg, the man, the long snapper who played half a football game with a broken forearm, is clear to return, or long snapper. I'm very happy about this. I think this is a big deal. 
Yeah, this dude's good. He's almost as good as the Red Snapper. Is he as good as the Red Snapper? That's what he, I was going to say. He, he's like the Red Snapper, like like 2.0, I think. I think he's, he's right at red. that point. He's tough, that's for sure. Dude, he played half a game with a broken forearm and still snapped the ball and didn't snap it like short or long. I think, dude, balls. Anyway. What color is his hair? Uh, Probably Sundberg. I'm going to um, guess He's brown. either blonde or black with the German name. I'm guessing his hair is brown. German name. He's, <laughs> he's the brown snapper. Woo-woo, the brown snap, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Cuts the Redskins cut three players this week. Josh Bill Bellamy, a wide receiver. Who? Yeah. Ryan Mouton, quarterback. Dude, that was who? Hmm? And Josh Hole, a linebacker that Comcast had a whole thing in February. Like they had a whole article during the taint of the offseason when we don't say anything because we don't want to look dumb. Well, we look he dumb. He was under the radar. He was called under the radar back then. It was just like Josh Hole, Redskins player, under the radar. You know why he was under the radar? Because he sucked. You know why That's- he was under the radar? Because he's been shot down. Because you, you know Comcast was-, was looking to like make a story out of nothing. You know who else was under the radar a few years ago that John really liked? Who? Artist Hicks. <laughs> dude, dude, I am not an Artist Hicks fan. Seriously. Oh, oh dude, so... When I put when I plug my iPod in, Josh, on my you're iPhone, clipping your mic like crazy. Sorry, when I plug my iPhone in in the car, and for some reason it automatically starts up to this one episode. I believe it's like episode two sixty seven. And I say I would prefer Artist Hicks over some linebacker, right? Perry Riley. You say you would prefer Artist Hicks over Perry Riley. I'd still prefer Artist Hicks over Perry Riley. I think Perry Riley is very overrated at Ashburn. Dude, I didn't even remember that Artis Hicks was a linebacker. <laughs> dude, no, Artis Hicks is an offensive out. line, dude. So how can we prefer him over? <laughs> dude, this this what exactly? That's what I'm saying. You're you're taking me out of context. Like, Art, we were like talking about the last. Out. We were talking about the last pick of the team. or the last spot on the roster. Oh, okay. I'm telling you, I I, I think Perry Riley is not that good. I'm telling you. Anyway, um, what about this? RG3 has a new logo. Why do you need a logo if you're a person and your name's not Prince or the artist formerly known as? His name is Prance, and he is funky. Is His I name don't understand this whole logo thing. The one and only. Hurt me. Do that. Do that, somebody. Do that. Do that. Hurt me. So anyway, RG3 has a new logo. He sure does. Who cares? Uh... Avoid the loy, John's favorite redskin. Oh, all the Aaron, time. you didn't talk about your back tattoo that you got your lower back tattoo about RG3's logo since you're so RG3 centric. What is RG3's new logo? I missed this. You I can look, look it at up, Aaron's dude. lower back. He's got a uh, tramp stamp that looks uh, just what? like it. Aaron got John, you're the one that stamp. got RG3's new logo stamped on your lower back. No, dude, seriously. <laughs> Uh, whatever all our long-term listeners know that Aaron has been RG3 centric since he, well, appeared on the horizon at, at, uh, Baylor. So Aaron has got himself this new RG3 logo on his, uh, lower back. You guys can view it at harryhogfootball.com. Hey, do you guys want to mark my words on something about RG3? Pro Bowl this year. Mark it down, episode 357, I call it. Wait, wait, wait. Pro Bowl or All Pro? Oh, they're not doing the Pro Bowl anymore? 
No, 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 I'm not saying they're not doing the Pro Bowl anymore. I'm saying what matters, the Pro Bowl or All Pro? What's the difference? It's the same thing, isn't it? Uh, uh, no, the Pro Bowl could have the fifth or sixth linebacker starting because dudes won't start because they're either playing in the Super Bowl or they're quote-unquote hurt because the Pro Bowl this year, by the way, is in Arizona, not Hawaii. All pro, dude. He's not going to be an all pro. All pro is the real deal. All pro is what you see on the resumes of guys who are in the Pro Football Hall of Fame in Canton, where all three of us have been. Oh, well, he's going to all. He's going to be all pro, even though I never knew there was you a difference. You think he'll be right all pro? Yes. Well, cool. And and when he goes all pro, you can show off your tramp stamp, and it will be all good. Yeah, well, you can show off your right butt cheek with your Deshaun Jackson tattoo on it. Dude, all about it. I love the Deshaun Jackson <laughs> signing. Hell yeah. Deshaun Jackson is a massive signing for the Redskins. Dude, you know, you know who I want to hear from on this? I want to hear from Will and Marilyn. Will and Marilyn, I want to hear what your thought is on this. Just, just. Un unadulterated. Uh, you what mean you on Deshaun Jackson? Yes. Or on, on the Deshaun tattoo Jackson. that you got on your right butt cheek? That Hey, my right butt cheek is easier to hide than your tramp stamp. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> all right, dude. Wait, what tramp stamp? I don't have one. I'm all about, <laughs> I'm all about the Deshaun Jackson signing. So, Will, dude. Give us a shout because we might have to hang out in the fall again this year. The three of us, Josh, will show up. All right. Well, you know what? I think that about rounds it out. Yeah. Here we go. Let me get some music. Freedom of the body. Freedom of the body. Anyway, um, dudes. Thanks for listening to episode number 357 Harry Hawk Football. We'll talk to you guys next week. Um, send us an email, redskinsfan at harryhawkfootball.com. Reach us on Twitter at Harry Hawk. Um, send John an email at trampstamp at harryhawkfootball.com. <laughs> Do whatever, Aaron at harryhawkfootball.com if you want to talk about the tramp stamp. Seriously. Seriously. And then send John another email at. I love DS11 <laughs> at HarryHawkFootball.com. Hell yes. Deshaun Jackson, I am so behind this signing. 100%. Period. I will not back off this. Aaron Allen. Anyway, we'll talk to you guys next week. Hail to the Redskins. And if you see a Cowboys fan like the one in Vegas, Joker! Joker! And it's a sword fight. And it's light blue sword fight.